Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater. And today, again, we are joined by our head coach at Cut and Conquer, Brittany Burgess. Hey guys, what's going on? So thank you so much for being here, Brittany. Today, we're going to be talking about shoulder training tips. Shoulders are the best. I'm pumped. Yeah, we are so excited to be talking about this because Brittany and I both love training shoulders. We also both love training legs, but shoulders <laughs> is <laughs> shoulders is definitely a close second. Am I right? Oh, definitely. Favorite for sure. All right. So we're going to just start it off with some basic tips for training your shoulders. And the very first thing we want to discuss is the fact that you do have three different heads to your shoulder muscles. So when I first started working out, and Brittany, you can let me know if this applies to you as well. But when I first started the gym, I didn't know that your shoulders actually had three different muscles. I thought you just had shoulder muscles. (laughs) So did I. I had no idea. I was just like one little guy (laughs) just hanging out. I had no idea. Exactly. And I didn't know that Like I was trying to build the side of my shoulders. And I was doing like, front raises because yeah. I felt like I could feel the burn in my shoulder. Why am I not growing that nice cap shoulder muscle? Yeah. And um, your deltoids, those are your shoulder muscles. So you actually have a front delt, a lateral delt, and a rear delt. So your rear delt is obviously going to be on the back of your shoulder. Lateral delt is going to be the side of your shoulder, which is my favorite. And then you have your front delt as well. The front delts are, what did you say your favorite was? My favorite lateral. I. Ooh, I do like a nice lateral, but I do like front though too. But like rear delt is also fantastic because <laughs> damn it, they're all if you, good. <laughs> if you have if you have a, a fully developed oh so nice visible rear delt, it yeah. really goes to show that you know what you're doing in the gym because yeah. most people don't even know you have a rear delt. The rear delts are honestly the hardest. I know I struggle hitting them too, but they are definitely a hard part of your muscle to hit. They're just super nice. Like when your shoulders are like that pump after a nice shoulder and like, it's just, it's such a nice feeling like that triangle shape to that capped look. So nice. Absolutely. And uh, like, like Brittany just mentioned, the rear delt is, I would say almost definitely the most challenging part of your shoulder Mm -hmm. to hit. And it's also a muscle that you don't really use much in your day-to-day life, unless you are actively training it at the gym and you know how to train it. Because if you don't know how to train your rear delt properly, there are a ton of surrounding muscles that will very, very easily take over. Well, that was like what you were saying before too. Like when, you know, when you and I, when I started at the gym, I would a hundred percent tell you that I was definitely not training my rear delts that like, I had no idea, right? You just think your shoulder is just like one, just one thing. Like my rear delts probably had no action at all when I first started at the gym. Absolutely. Same. And my number one favorite tip for, especially for beginners, but I mean, you can apply this, whether you're a beginner or very advanced, 
for training your shoulders and knowing what muscle you're hitting and what muscle you're working. And this will apply to about 99% of dumbbell exercises. It will also apply to most cable exercises, almost all shoulder exercises, but it definitely is more applicable to the dumbbell movements. And that is whatever part of your shoulder is on top is going to be the part of your shoulder that is working the hardest. So for example, if you are doing a dumbbell front raise and you are raising that dumbbell out in front of you, the front of your delt, the front of your shoulder is going to be what's on top. So that is typically going to be the muscle that's working the hardest. When you're doing a lateral raise and you're raising a dumbbell or a cable out to your side, again, typically the lateral delt, the side delt is going to be working the hardest. And if you are doing a bent over shoulder exercise, so something like a a bent over reverse fly, a bent over rear delt fly, those types of movements, it's going to be your rear delt on the back of your shoulder that is going to be doing most of the work. Yeah. And like when I do like, and this goes for any exercise, but specifically when I'm doing training shoulders, I literally, if you picture what muscle is actually supposed to be working and what muscle is working, it's like you're going to feel that like nine out of times way better than if you're just like moving through the motion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And also this kind of goes in combination with that, but I still find to this day, if I like stare at the muscle that I'm training, yes. in the mirror, it really helps me feel it. And it really 100%. helps me focus. That's why I like wearing like just sports bras or like even just a tank top to the gym, like especially on upper body days, because I'm exactly the same way where I just feel like I'm hitting my muscle more when I can actually see that muscle working. Do you know what I mean? So, so true. And I know that some people are insecure about their arms or their body, but I, I do recommend wearing a tank top to the gym, especially for upper body day. I feel like for lower body day, it doesn't matter as much what you wear on, on your upper body. Did I say that right? On lower body day, it doesn't matter as much what you wear for yes. a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, when you're training your shoulders, your arms, your biceps, your triceps, your chest, anything back even, it's so useful to be able to see that muscle contract. Yeah. I totally encourage wearing a tank top for upper body day, 100%. And it's so funny, Brittany, I actually, I meant to tell you this, you know, mm-hmm. in the last episode, we were doing a Q and A and we were talking about, do you like to wear shorts or leggings to the oh, gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually wore shorts. They weren't short. They were like a little bit shorter than the biker style. Okay. For, I don't know. I don't want to say the first time, but like, I've probably only worn shorts to the gym, like three or four times in my life. And okay. I did barbell squats. All right. I'm so pumped. Like I'm almost yes. full on shorts. I almost want to change my answer because I yes. can actually see my quads like yes. busting through my shorts. Wow. And I'm so excited. It's honestly the best. I love shorts for, and I was the same way. I used to hate it. And like, now it's like the same thing with upper body day. I used to hate like, just like wearing like a sports bra or a tank top. And I would literally wear a t-shirt or like the long sleeve compression or whatever. And then I started wearing stuff where I can actually see my muscles working on the day that I'm training them. And it is game changing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm loving it right now. I'm loving the shorts. (laughs) Honestly, they're so great, especially in the summer too. Fabulous. Yes, I do actually like, this is a newer thing I started doing a couple of years ago, but in Fort Mac, it's really cold almost all the time. So I actually love wearing long sleeve shirts as well. I'll typically yeah. wear those for leg days, but if you wear like the tighter ones, um, you can still kind of see the muscles pop. 
So I, do, I like that in the winter, but again, yeah. still, it's so useful to be able to actually see the muscles. Oh yeah. Huge difference. So hitting lateral front and rear delts is so, so important. It's going to depend on kind of how your training plan is set up in terms of when you're going to hit those muscles and how usually you'll want to hit all three on a shoulder day. However, there will be sometimes in your training plan where maybe your coach has set it up where you're training extra rear delts on a certain day or maybe rear delts on your back day and that sort of thing. But making sure that each week you are hitting the three heads of your shoulder is going to be so key for getting that fully developed shoulder look. For shoulders, I do all three heads on the same day. I typically do as well. Sometimes I'll throw laterals in on an extra day just because I love them. (laughs) Yeah, no, so do I. I love it. And I honestly started doing more rear delt focused exercises as well, just because as I was saying, it is so difficult for me, especially, I don't know what it is. It is a hard exercise and hard muscle group to hit, but I struggle with them. So I've been incorporating them a little bit more like rear delt flies and stuff like that into my program as well. And I'm kind of digging it. I used to not like doing them, but I'm kind of like, I'm all right with them now. (laughs) (laughs) I love rear delts. And I feel like rear delts are kind of like your calf muscles. And I say that because typically people will just throw in a set of calves or throw in a set of rear delts at the end of their workout and like bust their ass doing lateral raises and (laughs) and shoulder presses for like an hour. And then be like, oh, okay. One set of rear delts, I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing with your calves and you cannot expect a muscle to grow if you are not giving it the the required stress and throwing in three sets of 12 once a week (laughs) for your rear delts is not enough. Even if you're doing it perfectly and most people completely massacre rear delts, you're probably, you're not even using your rear delts. You're probably using your traps or some other sort of to do that exercise. So your rear delts are not going to grow if you're doing that. I've really noticed too, with tips for, I know for myself, for rear delts, you know, with like lateral raises and we'll get into this where, you know, that leaning forward motion mm-hmm. I've noticed with rear delt, especially rear delt flies. I haven't, so don't lean forward or move your torso through the rep. Do you know what I mean? It'll cause the, and this is what I was struggling with in the beginning because it will cause other parts of your back to get involved. Like we were talking about, like your lats, right? So if we keep that torso upright and keep your body entire still and moving nothing but your shoulders and your arms, that's what I've been really focusing on while I've been training my rear delts. Yes. Yeah. It's so, so, so true. And we love compound movements, which means like a multi-joint exercise where you're using multiple muscle groups. But when you're training your rear delts, you are going for a very isolated movement. And when you're training an isolation exercise, the goal of that exercise, especially for someone who's looking to sculpt and transform their physique, like in what we're doing when we're training for hypertrophy, you want to isolate that muscle and you want to put as much stress and tension on that muscle as possible so that it will grow. And if like Brittany just said, if you're moving your body around, if you're throwing the weights around, that's going to be taking away the work from the muscle that you are trying to grow. And it's crazy just like thinking about like even just the fact like hinging your hips like a certain degree or leaning forward, leaning back, like it can affect so many different muscles. So it's really important to know, you know, what to do in that sense and what muscles are hitting what when you're doing what. (laughs) 
Yeah. And even it could be like a simple, something as simple as like, if you hinge forward for your rear delt fly, you can like put your forehead really, really close to an incline bench and make sure you don't move it. Like keep your body super, super stabilized and still and locked in place. That's another good one too. I always just feel like such a wiener when I do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do it anymore, but I used to do it and it actually helped me. No, I totally for sure. And like, I just always felt, and then like my sweaty forehead, like on the, like, you know what I mean? Like the makeup on the bench and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like everyone's looking at me right now, (laughs) but no, that's a really good one too. It definitely helps stabilize everything. And you know, it's just moving what needs to be moved. Right. Yeah. And another, I find this applies for myself for sure. And the majority of my clients, I wouldn't say every person, but when we're talking isolation exercises for your shoulders, so when you are specifically training your lateral delt, your front delt, or your rear delt, so not necessarily an exercise like an overhead press or an Arnold press, lighter weight is typically better. And I, I don't mean to not challenge yourself with weight, but higher reps and lighter weight for those isolation exercises yeah. is typically the way to go or drop setting, meaning like starting with a moderately heavy weight and then dropping down. Because when you're isolating a muscle in your shoulder, those muscles aren't very big. They realistically can't lift a lot of weight with proper form. So yes. doing higher reps with lighter weight and or drop setting is in my opinion, the best way to go when you're trying to grow your shoulders. I totally agree with shoulder exercises for sure. You have to take out that ego lifting out of the, you know what I mean? Don't be trying to go in there and, you know, shoulder pressing like fifties, you know what I mean? Like we just, you either, you know, you're not going to reap the benefit of the actual movement or you're yeah. end up, you're just going to end up hurting yourself. Yeah. Agreed. And yeah, especially for those, those isolation movements, like lateral raises. And I try to never like judge someone at the gym, but no. honestly, I see people throwing around 25, <laughs> 35, 45 pound weights for a lateral raise. And they're using every part of their body. I know. No, lateral I know. Adult. They're like, like using I, like their legs, <laughs> but no, I totally get it. Yeah. It's true. And, um, it's like, if you're like Brittany just said, like you can be doing way more of a leg workout with a lateral raise then you are a shoulder workout. And if you're going to use a lateral raise for a leg workout, there's so many better ways to train your legs than a shitty lateral raise. Oh yeah. (laughs) Lateral raises. I find like going heavy, like sure. If that's what you want to do, you know what I mean? But like most of the time when they are doing, like I said too, with what you said about, you know, not judging people in the gym, like you do you, but most of the time it is like those heavy weights and they're just throwing them around. There's no absolute, they're using like their whole body to throw these things around, like not even hitting their shoulders at all. And like, it's so simple just to drop that friggin' weight, drop it so you can control it and just do what you were saying. Just do drop sets. Yeah. So much easier. That friggin' 10 pound dumbbell will feel like it's like 40 pounds by the end of your drop set. I promise you that. Absolutely. And like, I personally... I'm kind of against like giving set weights for someone to lift for a movement because the reality is I don't know how much someone should be lifting. I have people ask me all the time, how much weight should I lift for this? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You need to figure that out for yourself. But when it comes 
when it comes to a lateral raise, I, I honestly would say like 20 to 25 pound lateral raises. If you're lifting more than that ever in your life, you're doing it wrong. Oh my like, God. I can't even do, I can, I can barely do 20 pounds. <laughs> exactly. I usually will use like 12.5s for yeah, lateral. So if I'm doing like a set of like 12 to 20. Yeah. Anything higher than like 15 and I'm losing gains. <laughs> yeah. I'll do like, I, I have very like strong lateral delts. It's probably my, my strongest muscle, but what was that? Yeah. No, I do exactly what you do. Like 12.5 is usually like where like my max, sometimes I'll do my gym actually has, no, we have the 15s and then we do have 17.5s, but even that, like, I don't even touch those for those. I'll hang out with the 12.5s and then I'll drop down to 10. <laughs> Absolutely. I've even dropped as low as like three pounds and done like one and a oh, half yeah. reps. <laughs> and they're killer. Like your shoulders are on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. One other important thing to note as we kind of transition into talking about mistakes and things to avoid with your shoulder exercises is for most people, your front delt will typically be the strongest muscle and it will typically want to take over. Not everyone is like that. I'm actually not like that, but I would say probably 80% of people um, have a more developed front delt do you have since since you were like that Brittany what do you find are some good tips to kind of reduce that honestly so and it's like something I've been really working I've been really trying to do the rear delts the lateral delts so when I do I find when I'm so even like the shoulder press for example like normal shoulder press whatever um, if that's in your program I do so because that's hitting your front delts right so what I do with that you don't want to sit completely upright on your bench. We want to be on a little bit of an incline on the bench. Like think of like 45 to 60 degrees. Okay. It's going to allow you to lengthen your front delt a little bit more. And then the dumbbells to be at least 30 degrees forward from your shoulder. That's kind of like the lateral delts as well. When we're doing our lateral raises, we don't want to hold them parallel to our face or our elbows flared out. I find when I do that with my shoulder press, I'm also hitting, hitting my lateral delts as well. So opposed to sitting upright, completely 90 degree on this bench. And then you have your shoulder, uh, sorry, your dumbbells, like literally parallel to your face. And you're just like pushing them up. That's going to be all front delt for sure. When I'm doing, if I'm on that little bit of an incline on my shoulder press, I notice a huge difference in my front delts. And I'm also hitting my, my lateral, uh, my lateral delts as well. That is such a good point and, and so completely accurate because I actually typically will do my shoulder presses super, super upright because okay. I want to use my front delt. <laughs> and I used to be like that too. And I used to do yeah. them, but I just feel like I wasn't, you know, gaining anything from it other than like my front, like obviously you have your lateral delt exercises and stuff, but I freaking love the shoulder press. I love it. That's one of my top favorite. Um, just so simple, gets like to the point, gets her done. But when I throw that bench on that incline, and then I toss my elbows in front of me a tiny bit more than, you know, yep. straight out. I'm going to yep. feel it more in my laterals as well with my, as well as my front as well. Yeah. So, so important. Um, important to note too, the way that Brittany is describing it right there with a slight incline on the bench and your elbows a little bit in front, you'll typically be able to lift heavier doing that because you are going to be using more front and lateral delt. 
Whereas the way that I will usually do my shoulder press, I'll have to go a little bit lighter because I bring my elbows back and keep it almost like completely 90. But in doing that, I know that I can't lift as heavy. So um, I'll usually lighten it a bit and just really focus on my front delt. Yeah. Um, So as you guys can tell from, from this conversation, like there are so many little tweaks you can do to your exercises to slightly hit a muscle differently based on what your goals are for your body. And like everyone, like exactly. And everyone's so different. Like me and you completely different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and shoulders, I feel like shoulders and, and chest and back are, are so very dependent upon the structure of your body. And yeah. we, did, we did a live stream in our client group talking about this, like how, yes, genetics are going to play a role in how your body looks and in how your body changes in terms of weight loss and your metabolism and everything. But genetics also play a role in how you can manipulate exercises to better fit you and better fit your targets. Yeah. So depending on the structure of your, your rib cage and your sternum and how broad or narrow your, your chest is, you may need to adjust your, your stance or the angle of your body to hit a muscle better yep. or more effectively. And if that's just putting that bench on a little bit of an incline, then you do it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. One other little tip, I guess, if you are someone who um, like struggles to build a certain muscle, whether it's your shoulders or somewhere else, sometimes training that muscle first um, will be really beneficial to you because often we kind of save our weaknesses till the end. So we can just like throw them in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I find for myself and for my clients, if they, or if we have a lagging body part, typically we'll train it a little bit earlier on in the training session so that, um, you're, you're very recovered when you're training that muscle and you haven't fatigued it already from your workout. Like that's what exactly what I've been doing in my own programming. I do, I do my rear delt flies like pretty, pretty close into the start of my workout because and you can are, also add them in at the end as well, right? It's because yeah. a lot of the time you want to kind of do those as more of like a burnout, but I've added it to the beginning and to the end, really, if it's really a muscle that you're trying to bring up. Yeah. One other, so this one is is very basic, but I think it's worth talking about because I see it all the time at the gym. One basic mistake that we really want to avoid with a shoulder press specifically, specifically a shoulder press with dumbbells is there's kind of two parts to it. When you are lowering those weights, so obviously you're either seated or you're standing, you're pressing the weights up overhead. When you are lowering those, we don't want to have our lower arm, so like from the elbow to the wrist, cave in. I've seen that so often. Oh God, um, yeah, that's the worst. Where it will kind of cave in towards your head or your neck. And I'm not yeah. saying you're going to like hit yourself in the head, but yeah. it it changes the the whole movement and you're losing so much benefit. Yeah. So. Um, Brittany talked about this in our our quad training podcast episode, I believe, but controlling the eccentric, controlling the negative portion of your exercise is so important. It's literally half the exercise. So just like you don't want to fall in or out of a squat, you don't want to fall in or out of a shoulder press either. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really good. Before we move on to talk about some of our like favorite sets and exercises, Brittany, do you have any additional shoulder tips or mistakes that you want to mention? Yeah. So this is a, and this is where I, I have failed many times doing this and it's a game changer when we start doing it is failure to warm up your shoulder muscles. Yeah. Um, 
When I do not warm up my shoulder muscles before working out my shoulders, I notice it huge, like crazy. You know, if you don't warm up your shoulders by using, you know, our various, you know, internal, external rotation movements, you put yourself at like severe, like risk of a shoulder joint injury, especially we have to be really careful with our rotator cuffs or as well you know, take some time just before your workouts, just to really, you know, work those rotators, um, in turn, you know, your shoulders will remain pain-free and, you know, ready to kick some butt. We just really need to make sure that we are warming up and that goes for absolutely everything, but it's really important with our shoulders. So true. That's so important. Honestly, we should have talked about that at the beginning, (laughs) (laughs) not only like for the health of your shoulder, but for the actual like muscle fiber recruitment, if I don't tr- warm up my shoulders before I lift a weight, I hardly feel anything in my shoulders. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like I'm pushing a weight around for no reason. No. Yeah, I totally. And like, I'm, I just totally feel that and this goes with anything like before working out or anything, lifting weights, anything. I feel if like I, if I don't stretch first and like, I go to do like my first, I'm, you know, I'm just like thrown off. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to, like, I feel like I shouldn't be doing this right now. Like I shouldn't be lifting this right now. Like I'm not warmed up at all. And like, that's where we run into injuries. Right. So we just need to make sure friggin' warm up your muscles before you do anything. And it doesn't even have to be crazy. Everyone's different. You know, sometimes if, you know, if I'm on time crunch, even two to three minutes will make a huge difference. Absolutely. And I know that Brittany, you know this, and I know that our clients know this, but when you are warming up for your weight training session, you typically are going to want to be doing those like dynamic movements. You're typically not going to be wanting to like hold a stretch. You're going to want to do that after your training. And again, like another kind of myth out there is that you're supposed to do cardio to warm up for your weight training session. Now we do have some clients who like to do 10 minutes on the stair climber or something and get in the zone and that's fine, but you don't have to do that. You, the point of warming up your muscles for your weight training session is to get some movement into your joints, get your muscles activated. If you are training your shoulders and you run or walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes to get warmed up, you're not warmed up. You, no. you warmed up your legs for a run. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to no, getting movement into the joints you're going to be using and getting activation into the muscles that you're going to be training. I, and it's honestly so simple too. I just take like a, like a lighter to medium resistance band. I actually cut it in half. <laughs> so I have just like a longer uh, band and I just like do the over the head, you know, behind the back, you know, like, what is that? Like, why can't I think of the word for that? You know what I mean? When you're doing the, when you're like stretching it and you go behind your back and go forward, you're like, you're rotating your, you know how they do that? Like, the, why can't I think of that? You know, like yeah, the hockey I know what you mean. I, do, I, do, it's like, um, I do it with a, <laughs> a, one of those round things. That looks like a Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do that. And honestly, I don't even know if it no. has a name, but you know, like the guys do it with their hockey sticks when they're warming up. Yes. So I do that, but I do it with the resistance band. And honestly, it feels so good. I do it for like a minute and it's like, I'm ready to go. Yep. And it will also help with your posture. Yes. Training your rear delts, training your back in general, anything on your posterior chain is going to definitely help you with your posture. Which is huge. Posture is everything. (laughs) Yes. Posture is so attractive. If you have good posture, you immediately go up in attractiveness. And I mean that in the nicest way. Like you look confident, you look secure, you look great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You look fantastic. (laughs) 
Um, all right. So I'm excited for this part. Same. <laughs> um, Brittany, you can start us off. Tell us a favorite exercise and or set or shoulder day. Okay. So I already talked about the shoulder press and I already talked about lateral raises with the drop set. So those are like usually my top ones, very simple, very simple things, but they get the job done. But I also really do like a seated military press with like an easy bar and I'll do a tempo. So usually I'll do three seconds down and then one second up and it is killer. I'll do it to, for 12 to 15 reps. And I do four sets of it. It's usually my burnout at the end of a, um, shoulder day. Nice. I don't know if I've really done seated military almost ever. I just standing all the time, but I don't usually do seated. I find it more difficult for me. For sure. For sure. Seated is almost always more difficult. Yeah. Interesting. Um, It's really, it's fantastic. Especially when you add that tempo in there and you can do like any tempo you want, but I like the three, one it's good. It's fantastic. Um, like really give I'll do like 12 to 15, four sets usually at the end. And then like my shoulders are like plump and ready to go. <laughs> nice. I'm going to have to try the one. I love it when we talk about these because I got all these really good sets to try. <laughs> I know like the, I, our last, like when we were talking about quads or whatever, and we were talking about the 21s or whatever that was, I did those yes. and they are so fantastic. Are they hardcore? Oh, oh they're so hardcore. I love it. I actually did the the B stance deadlifts and I've been doing them like almost every leg day now. And they are they great. Because it shake. They literally oh, yeah. shake so much. A hundred percent. And they make you feel like it's honestly so it's the pain is like so great though. You know what I mean? I actually feel them way more than a normal Romanian deadlift. And I feel RDLs a lot. Oh, I feel them 10 times more than normal wow. RDLs. And I'm the same way. Yeah, so I'm I'm pumped about those. I'm keeping them yeah, in my great. plan for yeah. for a long time. There my other, I know we're not even talking about hamstrings right now, but I love. Have, can you do? I'm sure you can do it. Um, like a glute ham raise, like a real one. Oh man, they're challenging, right? Yeah, I want to say yeah. Like they're not great, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they are really really challenging. I've I've just started doing them again since my injury. And they're, they're a challenge. I can do a couple and then I have to do like assisted, but I want to get back to being able to do them because I used to be able to do them like weighted, but oh really? eh? it's a a pro it's a process. (laughs) Yeah. I can do them body weight, but it's like, it's the same thing as like the, again, we're not on this topic, but it's the same thing as like the sissy squats. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Those are fabulous. It's like the same kind of thing. You're just, it's like opposite, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love those too. I haven't done those in a while. Yeah. They're great. Anyways. (laughs) so one of i have three sets that i really like i'll start with the most boring one because it's the most basic but it it just like it never gets old and that's just a basic dumbbell shoulder press superset it with lateral raises oh you superset a shoulder press with the lateral raises that's dirty yeah. So I'll typically do like a moderate weight shoulder press. So like not too, too heavy, but something I can get like a solid 10 to 12 reps. Yeah. And then I'll do like 12 plus lateral raises. Okay. Wow. That's right killer. And Jeez. sometimes I'll do it seated. So it's actually harder. <laughs> so sometimes I'll do like two yeah. sets seated and then sometimes I'll do two sets standing or yeah. I'll sit for the shoulder press and stand for the lateral raises. 
So I know that's like the most basic thing ever, but I've literally been doing it since I had my first ever trainer when I was like competing back in like 2015. That was like one of the first sets I ever got assigned in my training plan. And I've literally been doing it ever since. That's great. I've never, like I've done them separate, but I've never done, I've never superseted them together. You got to try it. It's it's my favorite. Well, I have shoulders today, so maybe I'll play with it. (laughs) And then another one that I really, really like, if you're my client, I've probably given you this. Brittany, let me know if you've tried it because I don't know a lot of people who have tried it. So you're going to incline the bench, but you want like a a good incline. So it's going to be not quite straight up, but not like too flat, you know, in the middle, you got to find what works for you. And then you're going to take light weights. So I honestly had to start with five pounds and I I worked my way up to 12.5, but it took me a couple of years and you're going to do a front raise, but you're going to do a third rep at the top. So you're going to start with the weights down by your sides. You're going to raise them up and you're only going to go to like just over chest level. Then you're going to lower it down to like, like belly button level back up and then all the way back down. Oh, wow. I know. I've never done that before. Yep. That's a, that's my favorite for front delts. Oh, maybe I'll dabble with that today too. That sounds fun. Yeah. And then I have a really good one for, for a burnout set at the end. I think you'll like this one too. So this one is kind of like counterintuitive. It seems like it's backwards, but it's better backwards. (laughs) So you're going to do lateral raises. And I'll typically use 12.5 pounds for this. So you're going to do lateral raises, 12.5. So a weight that's like challenging, but something that you definitely couldn't get over 15 reps. So you want to go for about 12 lateral raises. And then you're going to keep the same weight. And you're going to go directly into a standing Arnold press till failure. Oh my God. That sounds great too. Yeah. So I know it sounds like you should do the Arnold press first, but... In this one, like no stopping, like immediately keep the yeah. same weight, go right into your Arnold's and it is killer. Like wow. I can only get like eight. <laughs> oh, wow. Eh? Yeah. First set, I'm okay. like, oh yeah, I got this. Like, okay, got it. Red. And then by the third set, I'm like, okay, two. <laughs> oh my God. That's like, yeah, I might even have to try that today too. I've got like a bunch of things I need to try today. <laughs> you got your whole workout now. <laughs> I got my whole workout ready to go here. I also like doing the... And you can just do this with a dumbbell, but I, if you have a landmine at your gym, I like doing like the half kneeling landmine press. Oh, I like that too. That takes a lot of momentum out. It does. I don't know. I just really enjoy it. I really, really like that one. I also too, and again, you can do that with a dumbbell. You don't have to use the landmine, like the bar, but I do also for burnout. So simple too. I just like the shoulder press, like the machine itself. And then again, I don't know. I just like it better, but I face backwards on it. Yes, I agree. And I will do four sets of 15. Like I literally push myself until like, like by like the third set, I'm like struggling with like, I'm like eight to 10 is a struggle, but you push yourself to that 15 kind of pick like a moderate to challenging weight, like nothing aggressive. Cause like we want to get those reps in, but that's really good. I'll do that as a finisher on my shoulder day and it's killer. Yeah. Backwards shoulder press machine is where it's at. I don't know why anyone sits forward. (laughs) I don't know. And I get asked that all the time. Like, they're like, why are you sitting backwards? I'm like, honestly, it just, I feel like it feels better and I get better range of motion and it's just try it. Don't knock it. (laughs) No, I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, especially like, if it's if it's a pinned shoulder press, I find the plate loaded shoulder press machine is is better forward. But yeah. the the one with the pin, like 
I don't know. Maybe it's made for like giant people, but it doesn't work for me. No, it doesn't. No, I'm exactly the same way. I just, it feels much better. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll even do it standing reverse, like standing too. I won't sit on the chair. Oh, I've never done that. Yeah. But I'm also pretty short. So a lot of machines I will stand on like the, um, the, you know, the pec deck slash reverse fly machine. Yes. If I'm doing reverse flies <laughs> on that, I will also stand. Oh man, you're so little. <laughs> that's so yeah, fun I can lower the bed all the way to the floor so it's not in my way but yeah I like to stand better I find otherwise like I oh. just I'm not positioned correctly I feel like that's you kind of benefit from that yeah a little bit I feel like that would feel better it does I think <laughs> I'd have to maybe try it and like maybe when the gym's not super busy so people aren't making fun of me but maybe I could yeah I could definitely try that I think I think you could do it. You would have to maybe take like a couple steps back. So you're at like a little bit of an angle to stand. Yeah. But I feel like that would be good though. Yeah. Try it. Let me know. All right. I got a bunch of crap I need to do today at the gym. Oh my God. One more, one more exercise that I, it's a basic one again, but I love it for rear delts is just your, your rope face pull. Oh, I love that. So simple, but it gets the job done. It does. You just got to remember to not let your traps take over because your traps can absolutely take over on that one. (laughs) Which is really difficult um, if you are a beginner at the gym, for sure, because it it can very easily happen. (laughs) So keep it light and really focus on your rear delt and on um, keeping your shoulders down away from your ears for the most part. Are we trying to make it like feel like I'm like doing like a dirty like bicep flex? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like with my yeah. both my arms, like the way I like just I just try and picture it. Yeah. And it helps. <laughs> it helps. Yeah, absolutely. And just focusing on what you're doing is is so important for shoulders and for everything, of course. But especially when you're really trying to isolate and target those specific points on your on your shoulders. Yeah. It's that mind muscle connection. Like obviously it works with everything, but it's really, really key when we're trying to hit those, um, our shoulder muscles. Yeah. One other thing I like, and I don't do this all the time, but I love training, um, shoulders and triceps together. I just find like that combo. Just Me too. I'm doing, my that's what I'm doing today. <laughs> that's what I'm doing today. That's my favorite thing to do is shoulders and triceps together. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Love it. I don't mind shoulders and biceps too. I can pair those too because it's kind of like a more of like a push pull type thing. I like yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't like pairing back and biceps because I find my hands just like get so tired. <laughs> yeah, I usually do back and biceps, but I'll usually like focus more on one than the other. Like I'll switch it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I do have that same issue. Ma'am, like by the time like I'm done back and biceps, my calluses and hands are like just gnarly. And like, you know how your like fingers cramp up and you're just yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh my God, my hands are a mess. Yeah, I'll typically for that, like I'll throw in an exercise in the middle, like a like a bent over, like lat, like push down, pull down type thing where yeah. you're not so much pulling and you're more pushing. So your hands get a break. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. All right. So before we wrap it up, do you have any other exercises, sets, tips, or anything you want to add to finish off? Honestly, no, I think we covered everything we talked about. I learned a bunch of new shoulder exercises (laughs) that I'm going to go give a roll today. So I'm pumped up about that. Awesome. So that 
is all for our shoulder training tips today. If you guys got some value, if you guys learned something new, or if there's any exercises or sets that you are going to take with you to the gym and try out, definitely let us know. Feel free to take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag us on Instagram, let us know that you're listening. Uh, mine is at Nifina and Brittany, you're B Burgess, correct? Correct. Perfect. We'll have all that in the show notes for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks guys. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life. 